Have you ever wondered if the business you're running or aspiring to start is what God wants for you? Or have you ever been curious if your business is a God-given calling or a fleshly desire? Maybe you're wondering if God wants you to stick with your business or throw in the towel and move on to something else. Or maybe you're wondering if you should make a change, shift, or pivot in your business. If any of these questions hit home, then this is going to be the episode for you. I know I used to constantly ask God if pursuing my business was my calling. I just wanted to find out my purpose and stick with it. Can you relate? If so, you will definitely want to tune into this episode because you will learn four things to identify if you want to gain confirmation on whether or not your business is what God wants for you, how to determine if there is a specific fear coming up around your business, why your intention matters in your business, and the unexpected thing that is making you question your calling. So grab a notebook and pen because this one is going to be so good. But before we dive in, I just want to remind you that we have a lot going on for Black Friday over here. So if you are curious about the kind of deals we have, what offers we're letting go of, and what offers we're introducing, you will definitely want to check out our Black Friday bonus episode. Yes, I recorded an entire episode dedicated to Black Friday because it's just that juicy. It was released right before episode 97, so if you haven't tuned in yet, I highly recommend doing so because we've got some major deals going on that I know you are absolutely going to love. But now that you know that news, let's go ahead and dive into the show. Hey queen, welcome to Call to CEO. I'm your host, Hannah Brindley, daughter of the king, certified life coach, and faith-fueled business mentor. I know you are so sick of feeling like you work so hard in your business with little to no reward while staying in the same cycle of self-sabotaging tendencies you know are keeping you stuck. And because of that, I know you are craving to end this never-ending cycle of self-destruction and cultivate a thriving Holy Spirit-led business without letting it become your idol. If you are ready to be fueled by faith over flesh, fight your battles spiritually instead of physically, take bold and obedient action on your God-given call to CEO and finally create that thriving faith-fueled business, then you are in the right place. So go ahead and grab your favorite sparkling beverage, grab a notebook and pen, and let's dive in. This is a topic that is very near and dear to my heart because like I mentioned before, I used to constantly ask God if pursuing my business was my calling and I just wanted to find whatever he wanted me to do and just stick with it and not question it all the time. I mean, when you start questioning things and doubting things, that takes up so much mental space. (laughs) If you know, you know, right? Because it is all consuming. And so all of that to say, I really just want to dive into these things right off the bat so you can really understand if your calling is from God and if you need to continue pursuing this business that you have. So let's go ahead and dive into step number one. And that is to identify where this question is coming from. This is very, very important. Are you asking this question because you're thinking about pivoting into another niche or industry or another business entirely? Or is it because you want to simply make sure you're on the right path? Or do you feel this aching feeling that something is off and you're just not sure what it is? 
Or is it because you've been working your tail off on this specific business, but you haven't seen the fruits of your labor? There are so many reasons you could be asking this question, but I truly believe you need to identify where this is coming from. If that means you need to sit down and take the time to journal this out, please do so. Take the time to pray, journal, talk to God, and just identify why you're asking this question or why you're experiencing this doubt. Why? Now, once you take the time to do this, and let's say you realize, okay, I'm asking this question because I'm thinking about pivoting my business. You know, you could be thinking about changing to a different niche or different industry or opening a brick and mortar or doing something different entirely. So if this is you, I highly recommend checking out episode 95 of the show. Episode 95 is titled Distraction or Opportunity. Here's how to know if it's time to pivot in your faith-based business. But if you are someone who has been working their tail off and you're not necessarily seeing any fruits of your labor yet, I highly recommend you listen to episode 94, which is titled Say Goodbye to Hustle Culture and Say Hello to a Faith-Fueled Focus as You Grow Your Business. So step one is to identify where this question is coming from. And once you do that, the next thing you need to identify is your intention with your business. A really good question to ask here is, is your intention flesh-fueled? Or is it faith-fueled? If it's flesh-fueled, it'll be a lot of, I want to do this business because I want X or I want Y. Now, don't get me wrong. There is nothing wrong with having desires in this physical world, but it becomes a problem when we want it more than Jesus. So that being said, what is your intention with your business? Because here's the thing. Your business can provide these physical things, Your business can provide time freedom and financial freedom, but is that the primary reason you're doing the business? You know, I will tell you right now, and I'll be straight up honest, I started this business because I wanted time and financial freedom. That's what I wanted. But that doesn't mean that God did not want me to do this business. He wanted me to learn from this business. And so my business became a catalyst for my growth with him. Did time and financial freedom still come? Yes, they did. But I had to learn that it couldn't be my intention. My intention had to always be Jesus. It had to always be, I am using this business to grow the kingdom and to nurture the kingdom because our purpose as Christians is to love Jesus, to know Jesus, and make him known. It's to serve Jesus. You know, that is our entire purpose for our existence. That's it. And I truly believe our calling is essentially how we live out our purpose. It is the vehicle that helps us serve Jesus and make him known. So my business became my calling because it helped me know Jesus better and it helped me serve Jesus better. And it's helping me make him known. That's what he's called me to business for. He knew the business would be the catalyst for my growth and for others' growth. And so I want to go back to this. You have to identify your current intention. If you realize that your current intention is very much based on these fleshly wants and desires, I just want to encourage you to dive into prayer and into scripture and see if the Lord wants to help you shift that. I have had to do this. There was a time where I was in a position where I was just financially strapped. I was crying. I was sobbing. I was mentally worn out. And I prayed to God, 
Just please take this obsession I have with success and money and my business away from me and replace it with an obsession for you. I prayed that prayer and I still do to this day because the world just has a funny way of sucking you back in. You know, I'm not perfect by any means. And honestly, I feel like the reason I'm being called to share this is because I struggled with it so heavily. And there are still times that I see myself struggling with it, that I have to go to the Lord and I have to repent. And if I'm being totally honest, that's why I still have to pray this prayer. (laughs) So that being said, please identify your intention and please ask him to shift that intention. But just keep in mind, you have got to be obedient and get in the word, pray and praise him. You have got to be obedient and faithful to him. And when you do, I promise he will shift that for you. He will align your desires with his. He will shift your heart. He shifted mine and I firmly believe he will shift yours as long as you are seeking him first. Now, once you identify your current intention, it's really important to identify the fear. So identifying the fear is step three. What is the fear keeping you stuck in the position you're in? Because I would bet you're asking this question because you feel stuck in some way, right? So what is stopping you? Why are you stuck? What is the hesitation? Is it fear of failure? Fear of success? Is it because you're comfortable? These things are all forms of self-sabotage. And if you haven't listened to episode two of the show, I break down five reasons you might be self-sabotaging and how to biblically stop it. And yes, I know episode two is way, way back there, but it is a great one. So if you haven't tuned into that one, I highly recommend doing so. Now, if you are having a hard time identifying the fear, I do have some additional questions for you regarding this. Would you feel at peace if you don't do the business? Or would you always have this aching feeling telling you that you need to move forward? If you would be at peace letting your business go, that may be God saying this is not for you. But if you feel like you would always wonder, this may be God saying yes, But all that needs to shift is your intention. That's how it was for me. I needed to shift my intention to gain even more clarity around my business and why I was pursuing this business. Reframing my intention made things so much clearer to me and gave me strength because I was relying fully on Jesus. So you'll want to make sure you're not chasing the business specifically for the business as for money or success, but you're doing it for Jesus. And I can promise you that when your intention is pure and your heart is pure and your intention is to serve Jesus fully and completely, I promise you that he is going to provide every single thing that you need. All you need to do is obey him. So this leads me to the fourth and final thing you need to identify. And this I feel like is a bit unexpected. And that is that you are going to want to identify if your business is leading you into sin. I know that no one likes to talk about sin and it is a very hard pill to swallow, but let's just be real. We are all sinners here. Every single one of us listening to this, even preachers and pastors, we are all sinners and that is exactly why God sent his only son to die for us, to redeem us of our sins. And as Christians, we should be constantly trying to flee from sin not seeing how close we can get before we cross the line. 
So it's really important to identify if your business is leading you into sin, because if that is happening, that may also be a reason why you're staying stuck. So one of those ways is, of course, the intention, which we already talked about. So what is your intention with your business? This goes back to idolatry. That would be the sin here. Are you idolizing your business, success, money, recognition, or validation? Are you idolizing something over Jesus? That is just one way your business could be leading you into sin. Now, another way is through the new age. Now, I'm not going to speak too much on this right now because that's just a story for another day, but essentially, new age is very tricky. And I went down the slippery slope myself and I didn't even realize it because the enemy is always going to appear in ways that you don't expect. He is going to appear like light. And I truly believed when I was doing some new age things that it was from God. I truly believed it, but that's because the enemy convinced me that it was. It was really manipulative and sneaky, but a way that you can identify it is by the intention. So a really great question for discernment around this is, are you serving yourself or are you serving Jesus? We have to be very mindful and we have to be in the word so that we can discern what is from him and what is not from him. And I truly believe that if I was in the word more, I would have been able to discern that slippery slope that I was going down. Now, another way to identify the new age is that new age is focused on knowing ourselves better versus knowing God better. And what I'm saying here is that we have to be very careful not to go down a route where we are looking at ourselves like a God. And this is really interesting because Satanists actually do not say that they worship Satan. And Satan is actually more like an inspiration or a role model for them because they can then go on and essentially become their own God. And I say this because, hmm, well, doesn't that sound incredibly similar to the new age? I think it does. I mean, for a long time, I really tried to convince myself that certain things were okay, but they weren't. The enemy is very sneaky and he will try to convince you that it is from God. So please be on the lookout for that. But if you need help with this, feel free to DM me on Instagram at Hannah Brindley. Just seriously send me a DM over there. But just remember, it's really important to direct everything to the Lord and put everything next to scripture. That right there is the key. You have got to take it to the Lord because there are a lot of things in the entrepreneurial space that just aren't biblical. And we have to be mindful of that because these new age practices are sneaking in where you least expect it. Like I said, I didn't even realize that they snuck in. This is how dangerous they are. So please be mindful, put on your armor of God and be constantly getting into the word so he can give you that discernment. Now, another sin I talk a lot about is in episode 94, and it's this concept of working from a place of overflow versus working from a place of overwhelm. And in that episode, I revealed to you that I was working from a place of overwhelm, and essentially, I was having this driving mentality, and I just kept going back into this mode of, okay, I've got to do this. I've got to do X to see Y happen. And that was not working out for me, as you will learn if you go back and listen to episode 94, (laughs) because when you are working from a place of overflow that you have received from the Holy Spirit, 
That means that you have surrendered to Jesus and you are working from this place of Jesus giving you strength because his strength is made perfect in our weakness. When you work from a place of overwhelm, you are typically trying to take control of situations. You are typically trying to be in control of everything. And that's you saying, oh, hey, God, I've got this because you don't have this. I've got this. Let me take the reins back. Let me take the wheel back. But where does that get us? Personally, it takes me straight to burnout city and exhaustion and also a place of stuckness and just feeling totally unfulfilled. And I would bet if you're feeling like that, you are probably having this misalignment with your intention in your business, which then leads to a state of overwhelm versus overflow. You know, sometimes it can be the right business, but you may just be pursuing it from a place of overwhelm or you have a different intention or you're doing it with new age tactics that you don't even realize. It means you could be perhaps in the right vehicle, but you're giving it the wrong fuel. So you're not able to work efficiently or effectively. Your fuel is either faith or flesh. So how are you fueling your vehicle? What are you fueling your business with? Is it with faith or is it with flesh? That's what you need to identify because a lot of the time, it's not necessarily the business that's the problem. It's the fuel. But even if you have made the quote unquote wrong choice, God will reroute you. I have gone through all of these seasons that I mentioned and God has rerouted me every single time. But it's so important that once you identify what is happening, you obey him. If you are feeling stuck or paralyzed or afraid, yes, this could be happening just from self-sabotaging behaviors, but it could also be because you're staying stuck in sin and the enemy is using that against you to keep you stuck and paralyzed and afraid. So I've personally found that if people are asking the question, how do I know if my business is what God wants me to do? It's usually because they're stuck in a place of lack of clarity or they're afraid or they're just paralyzed and they don't know what to do. So as you go through these things and as you spend time with the Lord, as you pray, as you journal, and as you realize, you know, okay, some things need to shift, but this business is for me, or maybe things don't need to shift, but you're ready to move things forward. I highly recommend checking out our membership, the Call to CEO Collective. This is our Christian entrepreneurial membership led by an experienced business mentor. Hi, that's me. (laughs) And inside of the membership, you will be able to gain mentorship, support, coaching, and accountability on an entirely different level. The mission we have here at The Collective is to help you break through self-sabotage, activate a faith-fueled focus, and finally cultivate that thriving Holy Spirit-led business. And right now, you can get half off your first month with the code COLLECTIVE50. This code expires midnight Eastern Standard Time on November 24th. And that is Black Friday, so make sure you join us before then. That said, if you want to learn all the nitty-gritty details or go ahead and join us at the current rate, you can do so by heading to www.hannahburnley.com membership. And of course, if you have any questions about it or you want to make sure it's for you, you can send me a DM on Instagram at hannahburnley or send me an email at hannah at hannahburnley.com. We cannot wait to see you inside. Bye, friend.